What is up, messmakers, and welcome to another episode of Meet My Mess podcast with me, Carissa Harrison, the podcast where we talk about all of the messiest parts of life. Today, I don't have a lot to ramble about. I don't have much of a weekly update. Well, I do, but I'll give it to you next week because we have a really important guest here. And that means that I can't spend too much time talking about myself this week, unfortunately. But we get the next best thing. (laughs) We have the lady who birthed me out of her canal. She is the most important person to me. It is my mom, Sarah. Hi, everybody. So excited to be on here. I've been asking forever, and finally I get my opportunity to shine. Finally, I'll let you come on. <laughs> yes. Well, I had to let the audience get to know me a little, you know? They, they need to know who I am before they learn. Know, know you, because you're kind of a me times 10. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> I would say I'm a very strong personality. Yeah, you yeah. are yeah. me on steroids. You have <laughs> 10 times the energy. Yeah, That's I would pretty agree. much it. <laughs> That's, yeah, we're different in another way. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? Oh, no, sorry. I don't give it out to strangers. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to my podcast, though. What's it called? Meet My Mess. Um, happy 420. Happy 420. <laughs> I know it's that's your favorite day of the mm, year. It really is. Are you scared to be here? I'm a little nervous because I don't know what the questions are and I don't really know what to expect. And, you know, shockingly, I've never been interviewed before. I, Except for, for It's work. a shock. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but I mean, on a celebrity podcast, oh, this is actually my first time. So. I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> um, I wish I was and maybe one day I will be. And then you will. Then you'll be famous too. Of course I will. Um, okay, I want to dive right into it. Who's your favorite child? Oh, <laughs> I love my children all in different ways. There's not love for just one in particular more than the other. I love you all separately based on who you are as a person. Yeah, we um, all know that. I, I very often say that Dylan's my favorite, and I tell him he's my favorite. Um, because he's the and, youngest. And because he's the youngest, there's a big age gap. There's nine years between you and Dylan, and sometimes I feel like he, you know, feels a little left out. So I always say, you're my favorite. Yeah. He's my baby. and He really yeah. reminds everyone And I know that. the older two can take it. I know <laughs> that they're old enough that they're not going to go cry in their room saying, Tom said he's my and also at Christmas, you bought Timothy a favorite child sweater. Oh, yeah. And that did not go over well with Dylan. With Dylan. He no. was not he wanted a happy sweater about too. it. He wanted a favorite child sweater yeah. too. But no. we all know it's me. Um, You're my favorite on. girl. <laughs> You're my, I'm your favorite girl. I love the, my girl. Out of the only yeah. girl in the family. Yeah. But I love having a daughter. It's the best thing ever. What the hell? Oh. What just happened? Oh. Oh, we're still there. I just got a um, notification and it like moved off my screen. I don't know what happened there, but 
Um, to break the ice, because I knew you'd be nervous, we're going to play a little fun game. Okay. Um, ready. Okay. So I have two pieces of paper here. Um, so me and you are both single, which is kind of strange because. I go on more dates than you do. You do go on more <laughs> dates than, than me. That's like not, that's not a joke, actually. She actually does go on way more dates than I go on. Um, this year has been very slow in the dating world for me. She nods her head. No, for everybody. <laughs> um, right now, you can't just go out with anybody. You actually have to really like them. You have some you interest. Yeah. Yeah. And also I've just like, I'm too busy to, <laughs> with everything I do all the time yep. to date. Um, okay. So. Yeah, it can get kind of strange because we're so close in age, but I get the men under 35, mm-hmm. you get the men over 35, and Correct. that's how we decipher. But that factors. we decided that rule a couple of years ago, so now I'm wondering if I go to 37 and you move up as we get older, or do I always stay You know 35? what? I'll let you still have the men over 35 because I don't want to date a 36 year old. So you can tell me when it moves up. That's too old for me right? at this point in time. Perfect. But yeah. Um, so what we're going to do here is I'm going to put a timer on the clock and you are going to build your perfect (laughs) son-in-law and I'm going to build my perfect father-in-law. And then we are going to stepfather, but that's kind of weird now because I don't really feel that way, but, um, and then we'll kind of discuss it. Okay. Um, but I'm going to put a timer on because... What are we going to... What are they going to do while we're writing our list? Well, I'm going to play them some Jeopardy music. Oh, okay. And if you're watching on YouTube, just enjoy the view. Okay. Fantasize. Um, okay. And then I'll... If we're, you're listening, I'll maybe cut the silence a little bit so that you're not uh, just sitting here listening to... This dun 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 dun. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Boom. Oh. Okay. No. Oh, you're starting. Okay, I was gonna start a timer. Okay. Sorry, I'm not very good at this. I'm gonna just. Okay. Start. Go. Wow, you're a fast writer. 25 seconds. Oh, this is a remix. Um, okay, that's it. That's all you got. Okay. Oh, shoot. Music. Oh, she's still going. She's cheating. She's cheating. She's I'm cheating. I'm just finishing my thoughts. Okay. 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 Um, do you want me to go first? Sure. Okay. I said tall. That's my, I know that's superficial. I started with no, superficial I, I like things. Yeah. Um, I think you need a tall man. I think that like a tall, burly man, um, six foot and above. That's not the case for everyone, but for you, I feel like that's good. Um, early forties around your age. I think that's good. I know you like the younger men, but <laughs> she's not a cougar. Like a cougar. She's just. I just scraping the edge. It's like the way they look better. Yeah, but well, that's Before fair. they've gone bald. Well, I feel like naturally, like the most attractive ages in your life are probably your 20s and 30s. So yeah. obviously. I agree. And that's why old Although men- they're just good looking 50 Oh yeah, for too. sure. Of course, of I course. I just don't want a balding man. That's a yeah. big thing for me. But there's also guys in their 20s and 30s that are balding too, honestly. Yeah, so. unless they just shave their whole head. Then That's my yeah. advice for you. If you are going bald, just shave your whole head. 
That because is... you are suddenly attractive. Mm-hmm. Mr. Clean. There's like a oh, Auntie Beth had a huge crush on Mr. Clean growing up. Yeah, really, he's the perfect man. Anyhow, sorry, he's my perfect man. Cleans the house for yeah. me. Buff. Is that on your list? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that's a good piece of advice though. Shave your head if you're balding. Like, no shame in balding, but like, bald can be a good luck. Yeah. So it can. It can be hot. It can be way hotter than not being like half, half bald yeah. hair. Like, not good. No. It is superficial. It is just superficial. Being honest. Exactly. <clears throat> okay, moving on. Yeah. Um, I said manly. Um, someone who is respectful towards you. That's very important to me. Um, someone who is family oriented, because I want, if they have kids, I want them to be able to spend time with me and Tyler and Dylan too. Um, I think that you would, I want a guy with Southern charm for you. Not because I necessarily- a Texas man. Yeah, exactly. Not because I necessarily want that for you, but you want that for you. So, and I think- And part, I think part of that is just like being a little bit old fashioned. You yeah. know, like bring flowers on the first date, open the car door, mm-hmm. pay for dinner. And I know that that's not really a feminist thing, but for me, it's like, I want to be treated like a woman and like yeah. a lady. Okay. I gotcha. Not, not for everybody, but that's what I want. No, I do. I and got- I, I think that that's more like a Southern man kind of charm. Yeah. Just someone with old fashioned values. Yeah. I think that that's fair. Completely. I kind of agree on most of those things. I would also like flowers. I would. Also have you ever gotten flowers on a first date? On a first date, no. I never have either. But and honestly, it's always disappointing. I think first date, I might be a little bit. That might be a little bit too much no, for me. I think it would be. Good. I've gotten flowers on like a third date, which I think is perfect. Like thir- mm. three dates, I think that that's nice. But first date, no, I think that's too much. But I can see where you're coming from. How it would be. That is still pretty cute, but. I just, you know how I am with intimacy. I need someone to take it slow with me. Um, someone active. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that it would be a good yin and yang kind of. Not that you're. Are you saying I'm not active? <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. I meant to say you like to, you like to do the stuff at home. Like you like to. Um, you come on, you know you like to be at home more than you like to be out uh, camping and hiking. No, I like glamping. Glamping. Yeah. I love glamping. Yeah. I know that, but that's not okay. Active maybe isn't the right word. I would say maybe adventurous is more what I meant. I be- can see that. Because then that way. Because I'm a planner and I'm a yeah. doer. Something someone a little spontaneous. Yes, spontaneous. I think that could be good for you. Active wasn't the right word. Yeah. Um, Definitely have a hard time with spontaneous. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. Yeah. Spontaneity. Yeah. Um, we are, that's one way we are very different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't like it. It gives me anxiety. Yeah. With, whereas for me, planning things to a T gives me immense anxiety because I start to think about everything that has to be done before I actually just like do something. But anyways, who cares? Um, a non-smoker would be nice. Yeah. Um, takes you on nice dates. I said, yeah, um, and makes you happy. It was only 45 seconds. I feel like your list looks way better. Um, <laughs> but that is what I would like for you. Okay, you I like that. Put this under I think your that pillow. It's the same as what I would like for myself, actually. I know. 
I know you Very too close. well. Yeah, and I feel close. like you're going to build me your dream man and give it to me. Whereas I built you your dream man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. No? Okay. No. Let's hear what you have to say then. Okay. So I said somebody that loves you more than you love them. And that's always kind of, I know it's a weird thing, but I think men are just freaking men and they can be pigs and they can be disgusting and (laughs) you know they cheat and whatever you know and so but I've always felt like if a woman has a man who adores them so much that they would never stray and who would do anything for you who could walk the world for you yeah then that is huge and so that's what I mean by saying love's Mm you more more than you love them okay you can have that crazy love but um I feel like men need that like almost like an not like an obsession but a like total devotion to you yeah see I think that's important and also because I think you have trust issues I think that that would be very important to you to know that like somebody wasn't gonna stray or you know that they'll always be there and I think that women mostly all want one of the first things they want is a sense of security and I think that would also be very important to you is to have somebody um that you felt safe with and that you felt secure with to be yourself completely um, I think that's what all women want in the end is security, really. Um, God knows I've dated a lot of unstable men. Yeah, you have. <laughs> and we all have. And it's, you know, it's who, it it shows you who you want and you don't want in life, yeah. you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's also the age you're at, you know. Yeah. Men are just kind of finding themselves and figuring out who they are. And, you know, men take a longer time than women to figure their shit out and I feel like it almost takes a man something big to happen to figure out their their shit they're not like women who constantly think about it every day yeah um somebody who's emotionally available so kind of goes to the next thing you know you can talk about your feelings and they can be open and honest with you Mm -hmm. um, about themselves yeah um, somebody who brings out the best in you, mm-hmm. so encourages you when you're doing really super great. Yeah. And uh, when you're having low moments, they know what makes you feel great. And they say, let's go on a hike. I know that helps. Yeah, definitely. Right? Somebody yeah. who knows you so well that knows what you need. Yeah, definitely. Um, I said, and I know you hate this, but I said, somebody who's handy. Yeah. Um, because you are not at all. Um, and I know you like like so we differ in men the fact that Krista likes she more is. of like a business suit kind of man, and I like a rough like tradesman. She thinks that I like gay men. Um, which I kind of don't disagree with. Metrosexual men. But that, that's not really a word. You well, always say that, be. but I don't even generation. know what that means. A man who's like kind of feminine or like flamboyant. Like, yeah. But not even. Yeah. I just like, yeah. I just like kind of like a beta male a little bit because I, although I'm quite alpha in most things when it comes to dating, I feel like I am quite submissive. So I need someone that isn't going to be too overbearing you know right I feel like yeah I don't know maybe but, I was just writing handy because I really wanted to talk about that the fact, fact that I like that you like handyman and I always tools. say get you a man that can pay someone else <laughs> yes. 
to fix things. Get the man that pays the handyman, <laughs> not the handyman. That's what That's I her want. philosophy. That's yeah. what I like. I want the businessman. Yeah. Um, a family man, of course. Our family yeah. is super important. Chris and I are very, very close. Yes. Um, I want them to want to know me and mm-hmm. my kids, and I want to know their families. Yeah. Um, I think it's. Um, you know, I know everybody comes from different pasts and everything, but I think it's very important that a mom has, or a son has a relationship with their mother, at -hmm. least, um, and respects their parents. Um, you know, like I said, anything can happen in life, but, um, coming from a, like a strong family foundation is important, whatever that family looks like to you. I Um, feel like also for me, it's super important what they get along my brothers. Yeah. Like in the past, my exes have not necessarily gotten along it took some time it took some time yeah with all of them I think yeah um so that's really important to me too and I think that when I find the right person it won't be so difficult for my brothers to get along with them you know so Yeah. yeah um and then my last one is that can put up with her walking disaster of life mess and life like she'll just walk into the room and walk into a wall. She's sprayed her ankle numerous times. She's poked herself in the eye. Like every day it's something else. And you just and her friends know this. And you're just like, oh yeah. There she is. Yeah. She comes by it honestly. I'm sort of the same way, but not as bad. Um yeah. and just is just like extremely messy. And I'm the opposite. I'm very OCD, I'm very clean like spent five hours cleaning my fridge out yesterday. Um, and so I think she needs somebody who will put up with that mess or hire a cleaning so lady deal for with you. Yes. Because um, it's a lot. Yeah. I'll be honest. It's, it's, yeah. it's a little it's bit of a problem. It's probably my biggest downfall in yeah. my dating life is my messiness. Yeah. But the clumsiness is endearing to some. To some. It's cute. Some people are like, get your... <laughs> just get your shit together like why yeah. why are you falling into the middle of the road on a Tuesday <laughs> um but, but I, I mean I like I said she comes by honestly I'm the same way yeah. I mean she's a beautiful graceful dancer and then she'd walk off the stage and sprain her ankle just walking you know yeah. and it just doesn't make sense to me at all but I just have too many things going on in my brain all the time yeah I feel like you're not present I'm, in the moment yeah I feel like you're thinking about other things I'm while not. you're walking or while yeah. you're eating yeah I am I'm never just doing one yeah. thing at once and I think that's why I always am like that but anyways um that was that's fun. my list that was super fun you can, can keep we, this yeah I was gonna say can we keep these <laughs> yeah um that's so funny okay now I want to get into asking you some questions are you feeling a little more calm now yes, more I'm comfortable good. okay good I'm good um so how did you feel when I initially started the podcast and how do you feel about it now um, well, we come from a family of kind of musicians, entertainers. Um, Chris, I was a dancer. It's just another kind of performing arts entertainment. Um, I was really proud of you. I felt like you had things to say mm-hmm. from your past. I think you're hilarious. Um, I think it would, it's kind of the perfect outlet for you yeah. to get stuff out. Um, 
yeah, no negative feelings about really? it whatsoever. Yeah, Not- until I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Now, how do you feel about it? Because at first when I pitched it to you, I like said, I was like, I'm starting like a mental health and comedy podcast. Yeah, that's what I thought stuff. it would be more like. And she like was really, I think, kind of under the impression it would all be more mental yeah, health. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And you kind of broadcasted it to all your friends and family and all that. And then you were like, oh shit, she's talking about sex yeah. and swearing. And I don't think you really anticipated that as much, but are you okay with it? Or does it, is it hard for you to deal with? Um, well, the swearing, I feel like, and I've talked to you about this. Yeah, like a I'm a swearer too. I was raised that I could swear. My mom was a proper British lady, but raised that it's okay to swear like that word it has its place but it doesn't have to be every second sentence it loses (laughs) its appeal when it's like fucking this fucking that fucking this yeah you know like I just feel it just doesn't sound like too educated yeah and also it's Um, just lazy I think like I I put that in to it's like an um words, yeah. you know? Like and I it, don't like that. So yeah. that's one thing I don't like. Yeah. Um, All right. I mean, you can swear, but just but just The sex stuff. Um, honestly, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I, Chris and I always talk about <laughs> sex. Like, we're very open with each other that yeah. way. It's a normal thing. We're all here because we've had sex or somebody's had yeah. sex. Um, and I just hate the stigma that it can't be talked about. It's yeah. like everybody does it or there would be no human race. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I'm fine cool. with the sex stuff. Thank God, because I feel like so I, many moms out there would be like really, like daughters would have a really hard time doing something like this because their parents wouldn't. Yeah, no. And I think it's like it. a part of women empowerment is like for women it used to be like the men just getting pleasure from the sex. Now yeah. there's this new kind of thing where it's like, oh, women can really enjoy it too. And ask, you know, what they, you know, say what they want and what mm-hmm. they like and have standards of what they'll do and not do. And, yeah. you know, I think the more that we talk about this normal part of life, the better. And also I think way less pressure around it too, you know, yeah. like when. I mean, as long as you're being safe and yeah. careful. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Cool. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that you feel that way. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Are you ever worried about how the world will perceive me or like work-wise and things like yeah, that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Work-wise, yes. Um, I think they're not maybe seeing 100% you. Yeah. Um, this is a very exaggerated version of myself. I yeah. I feel like, you know, like, yeah. it's not that I'm not being honest about my life. It's that I, I'm not swearing talking about sex loud talking about weed every single day in my normal life you know like I'm I feel like you're just not showing how smart you are Mm. sometimes like Mm. there's a lot of stories and stuff which I'm sure people enjoy but like I'd like to hear more sort of philosophy kind of things and because that's sort of the person you are and you're extremely bright and you're extremely smart and um so for me, like sometimes it comes across as being like not having too much going on upstairs. <laughs> well, not that. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but that's fair. That's like a uh, good yeah. thing to know because 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 you're not right yeah, because yeah. you are so yeah. bright that um I don't want 
you know, especially men thinking like, oh, she's just hot and she's just, you know, fun, fun and a partier and, you know, and is loose, you know, you have a brain up there. And so I'd like to see more of that, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Talking more about about, human rights and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you have a sociology business degree. Talk about that a little bit, right? Yeah. May not be as entertaining, but as a mother, that's kind of what I feel like. Yeah, I totally get that. I feel like that's probably why I don't do it as much because I worry that people aren't going to find um, that aspect of my life as entertaining. Yeah. let me know if you guys listening do want to hear more about business and about like human rights and sociology and stuff like that, because I do know a lot about that stuff. So um, I would be happy to do episodes more about it if people were interested in it. So yeah, let me know. Um, what was I like as a daughter? Well, you still are my daughter. <laughs> what are you as like a child now? more oh. so? Um, high anxious high anxiety yeah um love to dance like crazy she'd have any time a friend came over all she wanted to do was make up <laughs> dances and when they got tired of that and didn't want to do that anymore I didn't she'd have friends <laughs> cry in a corner and say nobody wants to play with me just because they didn't want to dance um yeah. you were so cute little redhead <laughs> with your little pigtails super uh, cute a great big sister to your brother um yeah you were amazing. You were Thank easy. You. You Except were really for the easy. Your baby, you weren't a good baby. You had colic. Yeah. And yeah, you were a nightmare baby. But um, yeah, as a child, you were, yeah. Decently okay. I loved it. Good. We okay. were very similar. Like girly yeah. girl. And and that was probably really fun for you to just like your first child yeah. be a girl, like dress her up and I all missed that. that. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. Well, one day. Yeah. Maybe you'll have a granddaughter to do it for. Um... What is the worst thing I did growing up? This is why I wanted the question. Okay, well, I'm not going to get mad at you if you tell anything about me. Mm. Well, you can think about it. And you were a very, like, rule abider. So I don't feel like you... I know. <laughs> okay, what? We got, we had to take Krista to the doctor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is really, this, this is, is definitely, the, this is really, really bad. Really bad. Really bad. So I had to take her to the doctor. I don't know why. Some situation, and we got in a fight in the car ride over. So she wasn't talking to me when we got in. I was talking to the doctor, and then he asked her questions. And she says to him, I think you were like maybe eight, seven, eight. She says to him, my mom hits me all the time. She always hits me. And here I am, like an early childhood educator, like know what them was, have worked in social services, like could know what this means when you're telling your doctor this, like never, ever have I oh ever. Oh, she's never hit me in her life. Girl. I or, barely, or our brother, my brothers, ever, no, ever. I could barely raise my voice at her without her having a complete meltdown like she was that sensitive yeah and I was like I don't know what you're talking about and you're like you did okay no as soon as it came out of my mouth I knew I fucked up like as soon even though I was only eight as soon as I said it I was like yeah like that was not a good thing to say but then like how random why would like the doctor think she would suddenly just spew that information from her mouth like I don't know you were that mad at me I was really upset and I don't know what about like I really don't remember or how mad about it really probably something not relevant at all but yeah I 
said that. I really don't know where it came from, but it just came out of my mouth and I said it. And then you grounded me for a day. (laughs) (laughs) Super strict mom. Um, And I just went into my room and put on some music and danced for a whole day. (laughs) And it was like heaven. And Uh, I think you snuck out. I know. I think by 5 p.m. you were like, okay, Chris, I'll like, you can leave your room now. <laughs> like, but I think you snuck out once in high school. You were no, in trouble for see, that. we've had this conversation. I actually never did sneak out in high school because I just like never really needed to. Okay, it was Tyler. You always just kind of let me Tyler sneak out, out of numerous times. Numerous times, almost every night. Um, yeah, he like had a perfect way. Like our backyard, we had those lights that turn on automatically, and he knew exactly how to maneuver the backyard so that <laughs> Are you serious? so that the lights wouldn't turn on when he would oh sneak out. Um, Hilarious. Yeah, I was a very rule abiding child. Yeah. Just because I was so anxious, that was the yeah, issue. My- that was the issue. It wasn't you being naughty. It was like, is she gonna have a panic attack? And yeah, you know, will she be okay today? And even now, I still have really bad anxiety, oh, but it's I gone so one. better. What? Is when you would? I found out you would you in North Van, oh, where we this is good. where Chris and Tyler were young. Um, they went to my elementary school that I went to, and um, they had to play a string instrument in grade three so carissa chose the viola and every morning apparently she would walk inside the front doors and the lost and found was right there and stuff her viola under all of the lost and found clothes and tell her band or string teacher that she'd forgotten it and then at the end of the day she'd grab it and walk out so I thought it was all <laughs> fine until two of her friends came over after school and was like Jade and Kiana, Kiana. if you were listening right Kiana. now I remember it was Kiana <laughs> Kiana's like did you know Carissa puts her viola in the lost and found every day I was like what and then this means more because we Music's important in my family. We, um, my dad's a music producer. My stepmom's a concert pianist. You know, it's I played every instrument out there. And then now Dylan, I just found and Dylan, my youngest brother. He's, yeah, he's eleven. He's twelve. He just got busted throwing his trumpet around the school. So you know, <laughs> it's just disappointment everywhere. Grand, be no so culture. not proud. No um, Yeah, it's really sad because my grandpa's music producer and he has like 12, 13 grandchildren, and he just wants one of us <laughs> so badly to like get into music, and not one of us have. <laughs> so, but yeah, then you came to my concert oh yeah and I didn't know how to play any songs evidently because I never went to band practice and so I was just like watching her the whole time whole time she was was, was like a psycho (laughs) then like once was like (laughs) playing my viola I noticed that her bow was not touching the strings and then one of the moms next to me is like is Chris I even playing and I'm like "Mm, definitely not and I was so devastated after because I like came up. To I know you, like, you cried. Right yeah, because I was like waiting for you to be like, I'm so proud of you. You didn't say anything. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Like, why isn't she saying she's proud of me? She's, she never doesn't say that after any performances. And then I was like, mom, why don't you well, say you're proud? I'm sorry. <laughs> and she was like, because you didn't play. <laughs> and that was a really big learning moment for me that I found out I'm not actually as slick as I thought I <laughs> was all these years. Uh, um, 
can I tell you a funny story I remember? Yep. Um, okay, so one time I was, this is, I was being a little bit deviant. I hung around the kids who drank and did drugs a lot, but I didn't actually myself, like I didn't smoke weed for the first time until I was 19. Um, and I didn't drink for the first time until I was 15, which is like <laughs> not so that young. old. What are you but talking like, about? But like <laughs> a lot of other, so I had my first drink, but imagine I didn't. Dylan drinking in three years. Can you imagine? I had, I would have one drink at 15, but like there's like a lot of other kids who like 13 were like t- ch- chugging two sixes to the face. Mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was sitting in this dugout with like these kids and they were like in grade like 11 and 12 and I was in grade like nine maybe. And they were all smoking out of a bong. And I was with them. I shouldn't have been with them, but I was. And my childhood friend Paige told my mom where I was. And she comes up to me and I all. Drove you drove park. to the park that I was hanging out with, with all of these grade 11 and 12 guys. I had huge crushes on. And she comes in and she goes, what's everyone here doing (laughs) just like okay for like a grade eight like yeah you should not be hanging around kids smoking bongs but like for kids in like grade 12 like they can smoke bongs if they want to you know and I don't think I knew they were that much I don't think you knew either but then that was like the most embarrassing moment ever to me because they like never wanted to hang out with me ever again because my mom busted them for smoking weed it's okay. I think it's pretty funny now. At the time, I was you were in devastated. Trouble. No, you were in big trouble. I, I wasn't really in the big trouble. Oh, I thought you were. I think I was in really big trouble, but then I got really upset. And then you were like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have um, embarrassed her. Yeah, and then her. Paige was mad because I went. And, and you told I think Paige me. came with me. She did. That's the thing. Because she showed me where the park was. Yeah. Well, I think it was a friend being concerned about a friend. Right. I don't think she was trying to just wrap you out. The page took me to the park where you were, and I remember you guys were in the dugout yeah. of the baseball diamond. And I freaked out. I was like, "No, I'm not going to let them see me till the last minute." Came around the corner. And I'm like, "Hey guys, <laughs> like how's it going?" Oh my god, yeah, it was bad. And um, but I've been a cool mom other than other that. than that. That was like probably your uncoolest moment. Okay. But um, it was pretty funny now, to yeah, be honest. So. Yeah. Um, what has your proudest moment been? Hmm. Not necessarily of me, just hmm. maybe of any of your kids or all of us. <laughs> well, you can't pick one. Um, That's weird. I just think your resilience in general. You didn't Thanks. come from a, I think just getting help when you need it. And um, I was always super proud of you when you danced. I think Aww. that was where you were at your best. And I would just look at you in amazement and mm-hmm. think like, wow, I can't believe that's my daughter doing that and up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I never awards or anything like that. Like that's not something that I hold into value mm-hmm. really officially. Um, but that's a good one. Dance is good. I think like, yeah, watching you dance was a huge like, one of the happiest times of my life was watching you on the stage. But I think also that um, was like one of the happiest times, like not necessarily, I wasn't like age wise. I might've been going through a lot of other things, but when I was dancing, that was always like my thing. Like I loved it so much. And like, I still don't think I'll ever have a passion like 
that one, you know? No. So. Yeah. And yeah. I just love seeing you so happy and dedicated. And mm-hmm. it's so important to have an outlet and a hobby yeah. and, you know. Um, and then probably when I said goodbye to you in France. and That was a proud moment. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, wow, she's doing this. She's doing this. We're really so leaving go, her here. <laughs> I'm going to go fly back home and... She has no idea what's ahead of her, you know, like we don't even know this town really very well. And it's so brave. Like, I just mm-hmm. thought it was so brave and as hard or as, you know, scary as it was, you were still willing to yeah. tackle it. And <laughs> my um, life back at home was scarier at that point in time, honestly. Like, I was just well, going through a break. Things happen at the right time. Yeah. You're supposed to, not to be, what's her name? Crystal. Crystal Waters. Crystal. I feel like I am Crystal. No, you're not. I think not. I am. No, you're not. Anyway. Yeah. Those two moments stick out with my brain. Aw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are good ones. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I want to get a little bit into... Um, you had me at a really young age. You had me at the age I'm at now. Yeah. 21. So 21, which is pretty crazy in my mind now because now I'm actually at that age that you would have been giving birth to me and like I could not be further away from that place <laughs> in my life um and it's just like crazy but like now I have so much more respect for it because I did I, when I was a little girl 21 I was like oh my gosh like you're an adult you know but yeah. now that I'm actually 21 I'm like I'm still a kid I still have panic attacks I still have all those things so it's like pretty crazy you had to just kind of like saddle up and figure it out you know so was I an accident yes I was an accident yes what (laughs) you know that obviously yeah but this is the first time you've ever actually admitted it to me usually you say you say to me well okay no No, I'll be okay so not an accident but there was no birth control being used Used. so we kind of thought so I wouldn't call it that if it happens, then great, it happens. Yeah. We're not trying for a baby, obviously, but we were super in love and it was like, you know what? I wanted to be a young parent. Like mm-hmm. if it happens, it happens. Yeah. So we weren't taking precautions to make sure that we weren't pregnant and we were super happy yeah. when we found out we were. So it wasn't like an accident. Like, Well, I'm happy that you finally thing? admitted that to my face because well, for I'm years not, I now. I thought you knew that. Well, I did know that, but you would never admit it to me. So, oh. but dad would. <laughs> he told me, oh, he was like, yeah, one day I just woke up and all of a sudden I was going to have a kid at 20. So mm. I'm glad that. He was 23. Oh, 23. Okay. Yeah. He has two years older than me. Um... Yeah. Yeah, so that's nice. So now. we were together for a long time. Like, yeah. we were high school sweethearts. It yeah. wasn't, like, a we just started dating. Yeah. No, yeah, no, not at yeah. all. Um, but what was it like to be a parent at such um, Well, I just finished my school for early childhood education. So um, I had that on my side, for sure, because I knew all about child development and child psychology. Um, I knew what I was getting into. There was no um, kind of glamorizing it. Um of course, I felt scared. Yeah. Um, but my family was like, my family's the bomb, like, so amazing, so, mm-hmm. so supportive and amazing, and, you know, helped us out with buying a condo. And, you know, there was just so much they did for us. Mm-hmm. Um, the emotional support. Um, 
it was hard when you know your friends are out at the Roxy and you're home with a baby mm-hmm. um but I did party a lot before I had Carissa so I felt like I, I kind of already had that out of my system I was in love with Carissa's dad um so that was good we were in an okay place um and uh then I felt really alone like I'm never gonna have friends who are in the same place are in the same place like everybody's you know I've I had a couple really great friends like Christy who you know hung out with me when I was pregnant and didn't go out to the bar and I think Shannon was in Europe I can't remember um and uh you know and was by my side wonderful friend like was by my side all the time after I had Carissa and um you know, didn't make me feel like I was missing out on anything. Um, and, but then my other girlfriend found out she was pregnant. And so that was who can I say the name? Well, you just said Shannon and Christy. Oh, so (laughs) Andrea and, um, and found out she was pregnant, um, just behind me. And, uh, we were each other's lifelines. So we were both young, um, and figuring it all out together. And that was a huge blessing for me because uh, she was really my only person who knew what I was going through. Mm-hmm. So we would hang out every day. I've always had friends who are older than me just because of your age. You know, most of my friends tend to be in their 50s. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always felt, you know, like the young one. And I was always trying to look older and act older. And there was the insecurity that because you're a young mom, you're not a good mom. Mm-hmm, so sure. I would go like above and beyond to prove to everybody I was a good mom. Um, and you were like, just being like insecure about like how people were looking at me being a young mom, you know, I'd always make sure you were dressed super well, had your hair super well. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's going to talk about me being a young mom. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I found with my ex, what they would do is look at him and think, oh, wow, that's so great. Look at this man supporting his young girlfriend or wife at the time with so many kids you know but yeah. they'd look at the woman like oh look at her who got knocked up right well, there was such so a double lucky standard. to have finally found yeah someone, a man you know? who would stand by her and yeah. that's that kind of bothered me um mm-hmm. but if I I wouldn't change it for anything I feel like it's made us our relationship super mm-hmm. close my relationship with Tyler super close um I had energy for mm-hmm. it I feel like nobody's ever really ready to have a baby and we did what we could with it and um, like I said my education went a really long way Um, and yeah there were I mean struggles like any mother has you know with postpartum and everything like that Um, so I don't know if that was like really an age thing or just I'm sure it wasn't kind of you know just adjusting to parenthood um do you find it way different now raising Dylan like 10 years you started raising Dylan 10 years later you know than you did me and Tyler um, so I'm not as strict with Dylan as I yeah. was with you guys well I think you were honestly strictest with Tyler yeah I was really really by the book strict parent yeah. you know like she like, wouldn't let me around the corner you know kind of thing outside you know like you love to yeah you were just always nervous that we would be but it was funny because you were you were very very strict when we were young, and then once I became a teenager, you kind of I think I got your trust by that point, and you were like just you I trust you to make your own decisions. Like yeah, you're it's so funny because for me. I'm such an opposite mom now that I went like I don't know I feel like I'm a very 
very laid back mom and I yeah. feel like you have to let your kids have their own path and not coddle them and not helicopter parent them and you know um which was the opposite of how I was when you guys were which younger. is interesting because I didn't very feel that way at laid all. back I didn't yeah. feel that way at all I looked at so many other parents and thought like so many of my friends parents and thought that they had helicopter parents but I didn't really ever feel that way mm. but interesting you did like there would be a lot of even like you know kelly and all them always say i was so strict like it was 6 30 bedtimes it was yeah yeah. i guess so but then there would be the kind of parents that would like not strict protective i guess yeah um you just want the best for us but for like i know some parents like i would go to like friends houses and they would take their kids phones and search through them every night type kind of well that's what i mean with just finding your own path i'm not whatever we're not here to judge other people's parenting no um so do you have any advice you'd want to give to girls? Like, cause there are probably going to be girls my age that might be getting pregnant soon, might yeah. be pregnant now. Um, any advice for going through a young pregnancy? Um, find friends who are going through the same thing. That's going to mm-hmm. be huge. So if you don't have anybody in your circle, start going not during COVID, but start going to play groups, start doing things like that. That's where you're going to meet the most people. Your girlfriends in, you know, motherhood as well as in life are going to be your greatest allies and they're going to be your biggest support systems over your husband, your boyfriend, your girlfriends are still, my girlfriends are, I don't really feel like I need a man because my friends are so close to me Mm -hmm. and that fills that kind of void. Um, So have strong friendships, strong support. Um, You know, like I said, like I spent so long trying to look older so people wouldn't judge me. Why do you think that, like, how would you try to make Because I, 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 I like, just sort of, you know, when they'd say, you know, you're such a young mom, I would take offense to that. So I would try to seem like I was, you know, older, I guess. But now it's like, now I'm one of the youngest of my friends and I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right? So. Yeah. And um, now, like, you're in your 40s and like you're nearly done like Dylan's obviously still has like a couple yeah. like five more years before he's out of high school but you're like almost done yeah raising kids yeah and take it day by day you know there's gonna be money stresses there's but everything as my mother would say everything always finds a way of working itself and out in the end yeah. so just yeah take it day by day get take help Take any help. Don't try to do it all yourself and be the super mom. You know, mm-hmm. somebody says they'll look after your baby while you have they a shower it. or nap. Yeah. Do it because yeah. you will burn out and you're of no use if you don't mm-hmm. take advantage of your supports. And did you find Thanks the village? Regardless of all that, it was still rewarding being a young mom. Though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I loved it. It's so much energy. I loved it. Good. Yeah. I think I raised great kids. It's what I was meant to do yeah I mean I still work with young kids it's still my job and um yeah it's been the highlight of my life really raising you guys I don't regret not being able to go to the club or anything like that yeah it's all fun anyways yeah nope no regrets good zero good well that's kind of all I wanted to chat that's it I know it went by so well I have well I have one more segment we can do actually okay because you, you don't seem done. And I'm not. we have 10 minutes. I'm not so. like this. Um, okay, we'll do one we, more We second. should start a mother-daughter podcast. 
Am I like gonna, no more me, yeah, my mess. It? No, yeah. like get rid of me, my mess is my baby. <laughs> get no more me, my mess. It's gonna be a mother daughter podcast. Once I make be enough money off of this podcast, I will um, produce one for me and you. Okay. Because God knows I can't produce more than one podcast a week as of now. Um. Okay, we're going to do the mess segment. You've heard this on my other segments probably where it's like the, uh, why am I doing this? Anastolic thing, you know, the, yeah. I, every week I do this. It's so stupid. Um, like where you have your messiest moment of the week? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, you know, it's like the M and it's a word. And the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what the word is, what it's called. Um, acronym? No. Yes. No, that's yes. not what it is. Um, it's not, but anyways, um, we'll do that for the word mess. Okay. And I'll just give you like a category or a topic okay. and you like first word that comes to mind. Don't necessarily word, just sentence, just like a quick reply. So Hold you'll up. get it once I say okay. the things. Um, so what is your messiest moment? Starts with an M. No, just in general. Like I'm, I'm asking you because I have it written down M E S S with different oh, topics. Oh, okay. So um, just in general, your messiest moment. I need to find a better way to explain that segment. Like when I felt the lowest in my life. Sure. Or embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. The lowest was probably when your dad and I split because I was so determined I was gonna make it work but really I didn't yeah. realize I kind of thought yeah. it was just over and it was over for a long time but um I think when you finally say the words it's over it's different yeah especially in a marriage I can't imagine like I've been through breakups before but yeah. like a marriage that's yeah that's so different yeah um and like that must feeling be like a little bit like a failure you know so defeated probably too yeah though. Yeah. wanting your family to stay together but you know what it had to happen it, <laughs> it had to happen it wasn't um, like, it wasn't going to be good for anybody if we no, stayed together you would have so. been miserable me and Tyler yeah. would have been miserable like yeah. it just couldn't happen but no thank you for making that decision <laughs> awesome. um, okay your most exquisite moment hmm. swimming in the Mediterranean oh with my mom and you in the uh, south of France. Yeah, that was a like, great The trip. water felt like silk. I think yeah. that's when I was watching my mom, having that, like, picture ingrained in my head of her just being so happy swimming in the ocean. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. All three Makes generations. Cry. All three generations. Yeah, that yeah. was such a great trip. It was. We had so much fun. Yeah. Even Amazing. though we had to... <laughs> have granny run all around Paris and I got uh -huh. stuck in a train oh yeah yeah when no, I was there were some ups and there downs were some ups and trip. downs but you know like with any trip that's why an adventure that's why they tell you to go traveling with your boyfriend to see if it yeah. will work out because it's stressful sometimes oh, but yeah. it was really fun um yeah. see I really didn't really want to ask you this question but now we're here um it's a sexy moment but I would rather you give us like some sort of piece of advice on being sexy sure do you think I'm sexy yeah am I like an icon yeah Sex, sexy icon. you're like Justin Bieber's mom <laughs> <laughs> um sexiness or like s advice um 
for being safe, confident, dating. I always liked like walk like you have 10 men walking behind you. Oh yeah. I like that piece of advice. Um, confidence is key. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Confidence, be yourself. Um, they don't like you. If somebody doesn't like you, if a guy doesn't like you, then you know they're not your guy and who freaking cares There's six billion like just other be ones. you would you rather they fell in love with a fake you or the real you yeah you know like you're only hurting yourself if you try to come across as somebody that you're not because that's who they're falling in love with and not you so if they're not your guy they're not your guy true true and true. i think the right man will make woman feel sexy no matter what true good one i like yeah. the confidence thing i think that that's super huge and i think that um yeah if you believe that you're the hottest person in the room you are oh and always Chris and I argue about this but do your makeup every day even if you're just cleaning the house put yourself together look nice don't walk around in sweatpants with no makeup it's just no it's just really it doesn't it doesn't motivate you it makes you feel depressed it makes you feel sad if you put yourself together you're like ready to tackle the day you never know who's going to knock on the door. Yeah. I do get it. <laughs> I'm just lazy. I do agree. There's definitely been times at the dog park thing. when I'm out there. It's not about makeup. It's just about like being, to, yeah. like feeling your best. I think that's why I don't really care because I am quite confident without makeup and things yeah, well, like that. Um, but it's interesting. It's interesting. Confidence. Sorry. I'm just like thinking about a lot of things at the moment but yeah I agree if you act confident everyone else will be super into you I've had so many people tell like people tell me they're into me because of my confidence mm-hmm. um and I'm like well little do you know I'm faking it um, <laughs> but then yeah born. eventually you start to like yeah. actually be confident and like it's really weird that's what I was thinking about it's a really weird thing for me to think about because I am so insecure about other things and so confident about and others something and I think everybody's so, like that yeah really you have your things you need to work on and you know the yeah. things you love about yourself yep I love how this ring light makes me look yeah you got you got it on the good side <laughs> I you have the nice side there um, no, it's okay. <laughs> and then your stupidest moment. I got one for you if you don't. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm, I want to hear yours first. I didn't write anything down. Um, you know how I start my cool story? Yeah, I was going so to, much. but I won't if you don't want me to. <laughs> go ahead. I'd rather you told it. Okay, so. I'm just going to go to the washroom while you're doing this. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear that. Oh my god. Okay, so she actually is going to the washroom, but this one time I wasn't there, but I would have died to have been. Um, my mom was like trying to get some good morning exercise in, and she started swimming laps every day with her friends, and they would go to our community pool and they'd swim lengths, and uh, it was just great. And she was wearing her one piece, her swimming cap, all really professional, good to go, taking this very seriously. She um, jumps on in the pool, starts swimming her lengths, and she looks around doing the backstroke, and everyone around her is just staring at her, and she thinks to herself, wow, I'm such a good swimmer. I'm a great swimmer, and that's why everyone is staring at me so excessively. And really, she looks down, 
at the end of her length and her whole top of her bathing suit has come down. So all her entire, all her tots are just showing everywhere. Swimming, doing the backstroke, thinking she's the best swimmer in the world. (laughs) And really she was giving everyone a show. Um, Was anyone laughing? laughing. That's really sad. That part's really sad. (laughs) Not to you. (laughs) You think it's hilarious. Um, Not funny, but. All their days. (laughs) My probably gift. did it was my gift to the yeah. community center yeah lucky them <laughs> um on that note <laughs> we are going to close out the show because it's already been over an hour That's crazy. i know it goes by so fast yes. everyone always says that yeah. when they come on they're like it literally feels like we've been talking for 20 minutes but um it goes by fast because you kind of black out because you're nervous and then no, you weren't. I was before. Yeah, but no way you're gonna ask me. But yeah, no, I wasn't gonna ruin your life. Um, but thank you for coming on. Oh, you're welcome, Scoobs. I love you. I love so you much. More. And now you guys can see why I am the way I am. <laughs> um, if you can, please subscribe to the podcast rate it five stars um after my Christelle waters episode i did get some two-star ratings so i would love if you can make it up to me um if you're not following me on instagram you're missing out um at carissa harrison or at meet my mess podcast i'll put all the rest of my socials in the episode details so you guys don't have to listen to me do this every week um but thank you for listening to another episode and i'll catch you guys next thursday